Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. And now we're going to transition into Ellis Paul, who, as musicians move to this area, you know, you, you, they aren't necessarily originally from here, but we tend to want to claim them, and who wouldn't? And Ellis Paul, now, you'll see him around town at times, and he's going to be performing for you at the Southern on January 2nd, coming up. We'll talk more about that as the time goes on here this Christmas Eve but Ellis Paul is live in the studio coming up, and we're going to play a tune off of his brand new CD that will be released at the Southern on January 2nd. And this tune is called Sometime, Someplace, and you might catch that that place is right here in Charlottesville. Here you go, right off of the brand new CD, The Day After Everything Changed. Here's Ellis Paul on Folk and Beyond. Empty glass on the table She's a Buddha with a bottle There's a devil in her grin Mr. Paul, if you're able To find someone to take you home I would fill you up again Yeah, I came here for somebody But I fell for the bar It's got mahogany tables Whittle in the car There's a fiddle in the corner Singing sorrow to the night Makes me forget about tomorrow Cause tonight I'm alright So
Ellis Paul from his brand new CD, The Day After Everything Changed, which will be the Charlottesville release of it, which I think is going to be a little earlier than the like national release, uh, which is really cool. And that'll be at the Southern on January 2nd. And I think it's the Southern's very first show of 2010, celebrating with Ellis Paul then and celebrating Christmas Eve with Ellis Paul now, live in the WTJU Air Studio. Here's Ellis Paul. From your lips to mine, a sweet honey kiss like none I'd ever taste. Straight to my head like wine. I carried home the rust, the crust, your touch still burning on my skin.
not over till the ringing's done. <laughs> Listen to that sustain. Ellis Paul right here in the WTJU Air Studio. Ellis, it's an honor. Happy, uh, happy Merry Christmas Eve. Such here. a pleasure. We talked about this for a while. And, yeah. And here we are. And I had Ellis in here, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I think, kind of about the time that uh, Dragonfly Races was perhaps coming out, mm -hmm. which uh, was a very unique CD for you. A lot of people don't know, but Ellis is quite a artist in many facets, as if you pick up Dragonfly Races, it was his first time he ever did a children's album. Yeah, yeah, I have two kids, and I wanted to create some kids' music for him, so. And he did all the drawings, all the art on it as well. That was fun. I'm going to do more of those and, and keep just having it all be drawn by me and keep photographs and things off of it and, you know, just make it, I need a place to put all my, my art work somewhere. So it's, it's where my art Jones goes. Ellis just performed for you live in the air studio. That was the title cut from the day after everything changed. And one of the things that I noticed about this new CD was this huge, huge sound that has been developed. Some of the songs on here, you don't play any music as far as you've written the music, but you've hired or had all your friends play the music, and you are just the singer on it. I'm a vocalist. Yeah, it's the first time. I, in fact, we caved, and sometimes some of the songs don't have any acoustic guitar in them. So uh, it's an interesting evolutional, uh, evolutionary I guess, uh, part of my career, I guess. I'm going to just stop playing guitar altogether maybe next time. <laughs> no, no, because some of the best songs on the new album are when you do play guitar, and, and when he plays sparsely or when he plays very intricately, and we might get one of those off of him live or we might, might play it on the CD here today. But uh, he also plays piano. I do, yeah. I just started playing piano and um, loving it. You know, it's, it's, it's strange, you know, you get... You kind of feel like you're hitting the ceiling on one instrument, and then you, you actually lower your your uh, your academic playing skills by switching instruments. But for some reason, it creates all sorts of uh, writing juices, and you get to start writing again in a different way. So switching to piano for a while has been really good. So we don't get to hear any live music off the piano today, because he did bring his guitar, but he did not bring a piano. Normally, you know, I have it just rolled in wherever I go. I have it attached to like a bungee cord, and it just kind of I especially like it when me. you carry the grand piano on your shoulders. <laughs> it makes me think of Atlas and that whole picture. That's right. With your long, blonde, flowing hair there. And <laughs> with the piano the on my back. The weight of the world on your back. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Ellis Paul, a lot of people don't know, kind of came up through this... Um, or first became noticed and started his career. And I don't think we necessarily talked about that before on this show. Maybe we touched on it briefly, but I wanted to touch on it a little bit here today. Back in about 1992 or something, and we've been playing Neil Young from the 1992 year today off wow, of yeah. Dreamin' Man. So it's kind of a, a interesting juxtaposition here on when you started your career. And that was up in the Boston area, I believe. Yes, that's right. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that and, and who you met and who you were influenced by and the scene that was happening. And you don't have to tell us the, you know, personal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the sordid details. Well, uh, I do, but well, you we'll know, talk about that later. Boston, Boston's a great place for this kind of music because, um, well, we're lucky to have you, you here and, and the other decent radio stations that we have in Charlottesville. But up in Boston, they have uh, 
a lot of folk uh, singer-songwriter stations. There's, there were three at the time playing music consistently all the time there, and it really helped to uh, bring people out of the woodwork who were, you know, desiring to be songwriters and folk artists. And, uh, and so I was running around doing just open mic nights in the Boston area with Patty Griffin and Martin Sexton, Dar Williams, uh, Jonathan Brooke from the story was doing them. And, uh, we were all like 23, 24 years old, just trying to find some toehold to get a career started with. And, and all of these people are still making their living doing it. Plus, you know, probably 12 other folks too who are among that same circuit. It's pretty cool. Well, you all are always searching for work and gigs, and I'm sure that some of you kind of get together at different festivals that you all happen to be booked at. But have you ever decided that let's do this whole thing that, you know, we all came up together. Let's do something that celebrates that, where, where we're all, where we, where we promote this tour together and all tour together. Have you ever thought about anything like that? You know, it's, it's funny. It would be hard to put it, pull it together because, um, you know, Patty Griffin lives in Austin. Jonathan's out in Los Angeles. Um, Martin Sexton is in Western Mass. I'm down here. I, I don't know that we could all manage to pull it together and, and do something like that, but that would be pretty cool. There's a very famous uh, photograph of uh, all these Harlem Renaissance jazz artists standing out on a stoop in Harlem. Have you seen that shot? Like Dizzy Gillespie's in it. And no. uh, there's probably like 50 of them. They're just standing in for a group shot. And I, I sometimes have thought that that would be the really cool thing to do would be to get everybody back into Boston for one group shot and, and do it in Cambridge in front of the club pass scene, which is the famous folk club up there. Cause in that, in the last 20 years, so much of the national scene has popped out of that one club. You know, a lot of the national artists that are doing this, especially solo artists, uh, have come out of that scene. So it would be nice to have a photograph that represented it for sure. But the tour is a great idea. Aren't you playing up there this weekend even? Yeah, actually on Saturday I'm playing up in Portland, Maine. And then I do five shows in Boston over the New Year's holiday. Five shows in two days or something like that? Yeah, it's crazy. And one of them will be one of your children's shows? Uh-huh. I'm doing a New Year's Eve uh, children's show and then two shows on New Year's Eve and two shows the night before and then one in Portland on Saturday. What a workhorse. A real stud right here <laughs> in Charlottesville. I'm going to be walking funny after it. Believe me, it's going to be... <laughs> it's it's a lot of work, a lot of vocal work, especially because my songs are... Uh, they're not like... Uh, you know, they, they test the range of my voice, and uh, so I'm always pretty shot afterwards, but it's 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 great fun. I've been doing it for 15 years, and the shows always sell out, and uh, it's it's been, been great. There you were, 23, in Boston. This incredible scene's happening, and when did you start your affiliation, your infatuation, your study of Woody Guthrie? That happened uh, a few years later, probably 26, 27. I read this book by Joe Klein called um, uh, Woody Guthrie, A Life. It's like a landmark biography. It's one of the best books I've ever, I've ever read. And Woody's life, you know, among many things that make it interesting is that it, it was a history of the 20th century. You know, he was, he was born just prior to World War One, and then grew up in the Dust Bowl area in, in, in uh, Oklahoma and migrated to the, to the West with all the Okies who were trying to eke out a living in the peach orchards and things in California. And, and, uh, and then he drifted and migrated over to New York and World War Two came and he was in the Merchant Marine. And then he was, 
somehow his music got caught up in all of the civil rights movement and helped create the folk boom of the 60s. And, uh, and then there were just tragedies after tragedies with him. He's got sort of a Van Gogh kind of life with things happening all the time that, that were difficult for him to overcome. And uh, so there's just, uh, just a really interesting character. And then to be able, for anyone under those circumstances, to be able to write you know 3,000 songs or whatever it was that he wrote, nearly 3,000 songs. Really? 3,000? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't always doing the music for him. He was writing the lyrics, right. and then he'd steal, steal the melody from other songs and just apply the lyrics. Didn't and, uh, you end up finishing one of his tunes? I did. A, I did a song called God's Promise, and uh, it's one of my more popular songs, actually. It's uh, a, a beautiful set of lyrics that he wrote that uh, as a hymn, and uh, I put music to it. A lot of stray songs like that. There are over a thousand songs that are just lyrics on a page. No one knows what melody he had planned on singing them for, and um, no one knows the guitar changes or, or the tempo, except if there's some sort of note, you know, on the lyric sheet. That's does that really it. count then? Because there's no music to it. Maybe it was just meant to be a lyric. Well, I I, th- I think maybe you never know. Maybe it's maybe they were poems. Yeah, but um, that's, but, what, that's what I'm thinking, and and maybe those really weren't necessarily his songs. But I just watched this whole thing on PBS yeah. a couple of weeks ago that was very interesting. And he wasn't a tall guy either. He was like five six or something. Yeah, just a little guy. But either is Prince. That's right. Or Springsteen. Prince might be five or six Dylan. with his high heels on. <laughs> <laughs> Those are stilettos. That's right. <laughs> or, or, or platforms, I think they were called. <laughs> cool guitar, though. Yeah. Woody didn't have a guitar like that. No, and he couldn't play like that. He was a, more of a writer than a musician, but uh, probably, in my mind, one of the best lyricists to ever do this as a trade. Who was the musicians that influenced you to start doing this back at that age and kind of got you into this? I'm sure uh, there are Dil- some people. Dylan, like a lot of people, um, you know, I really discovered him in college in depth and uh, really was moved by what he did still am, um, moved by what he does. And and then Neil Young, I think, is Joni Mitchell, James Taylor. I mean, if you put all those guys in a blender with Woody Guthrie and the Beatles, maybe thrown in for good measure, he'd probably come up with something close to what I try to do. Well, it certainly is a, an, an interesting sound and a huge sound. And, and I was amazed at what I heard just now when you played your first song here for us tonight. And, <laughs> and that was that uh, it was a huge sound here in the studio. What yeah. you did live acoustic was as huge almost as what I heard on the CD, which was like, <laughs> wow. Well, there's some quiet songs and there are some not so quiet songs. And uh, unfortunately, I forgot my capo tonight, so I'm going to play a lot like that. I hope you're prepared to have your, your eardrums broken. He's limited tonight, but he won't be on January 2nd down at the Southern. I know I'll bring a capo and, a, and maybe some spare musicians to cover me if I if I fail to produce. And so. I'm going to bring a capo every time I'm supposed to see you <laughs> just so that you can't pull that on me again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> will you play us another tune? Sure. And then we'll talk yeah, more? yeah. The song is about Las Vegas. It's called The Lights of Vegas. The desert's dry and the wind feels cool 
right do what they're told All the love you left behind Is just a shadow in your mind On the horizon you see When you're on your last dollar, you still got a chance. Before the sun rises, you get one last dance. Close your eyes, you're a good luck charm. They don't believe us If they could see us now Down the lights Of Swallow the fire Velvet murder for your Plastic cameras They flash around us You have faith You believe it all At the lights
the lights of Vegas off of the day after everything changed, but live here in the WTJU Air Studio. This is Air Steven. We're spending Christmas Eve with Ellis Paul, who now lives right around Charlottesville and, and is such a great influence on a lot of musicians in the area. Some of the, some of the musicians, uh, I know you've taken under your wing, not that they don't have other things to do, but uh, are playing in the band that you sometimes create when you go play now, which you a lot of times didn't have a band, but now you're doing more gigs that has a band. Yeah, more more people will be playing me this with with me this year. Um, hopefully, I'm touring with uh, people regionally. Mostly, I'll, I'll I'll take regional musicians when I, I fly into Boston. I'll, I'll work with Northeast East guys, and down here I'll try and get together a Southeast band. I'll have a Southwest band, a Midwest band, and a West Coast band. It's affordable that way, you know. Yeah. And uh, who's going to be your band at the Southern? A guy named Radislav Lorkovich is coming in to play piano with me. He's from Iowa. and uh, Sounds like he's not from Iowa. Well, he's Croatian. And uh, <laughs> he's a stunning, a stunning piano player. And he's, he's played with a lot of the folk royalty, Odetta and Eliza Gilkison mm. and uh, Jimmy Lefebvre. And, and then Don Conesani from Taos, New Mexico is going to be coming in he plays guitar for me and uh michael clem who's living here in charlottesville is going to play and who knows i've got some invitations out there mariana bell is going to be opening the show and she's local here and uh andy thacker i just invited in on the show on mandolin for a few songs and there might be a few other guest people coming in and are you going to do a solo set and another band set, or what, how are you going to do i that? think it'll be mostly mostly everybody on stage all the time there Except for Andy, Andy will swing in and out. And well, I hope you kick everybody off for a couple that's just Ellis. Yeah, you like the solo stuff, huh? Well, I like it all, but I think that, you know, just just for the lull and the action, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Do we'll what you see. like. I mean, what, who am I? <laughs> Why don't you shape the show for me? You want dancing girls? All right, I'm ready. Okay. Well, Set up okay, the cage. Okay. I, w- I wouldn't mind some uh, uh, female vocalists, because you often use female vocalists yeah. on this album oh, you yeah. use. Yeah, well, Mariana hopefully will be singing with us some, and uh, so it'll be it'll be good. She's a great singer. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be ever since I saw John Waters talk at the university. I, I said, yeah, I like that directing stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> the thing is, you just got to be really weird I, I if you want to be John Waters. If you want to be like John Waters, which I don't know that anybody can be like John Waters, that's for sure. And you grew through that era, the John Waters era, for oh, sure. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he had great impact on me. I had nightmares <laughs> about, about John Waters. No, he's a talented guy and obviously uh, has uh, pushed back the boundaries of what's acceptable on film, so i got to appreciate him for that. For that. Um, speaking of, of, of some different musicians that played here in town, yeah, I don't know if you had planned to play for us the tune that uh, you have on here that you got together a collection of more local oh, musicians. Sure, yeah. And I believe the name of that tune is where's my it's dragonfly there. dragonfly that's right and was this a, a leftover song an adult song that came out of your dragonfly races or no, you know fascination I, with dragonflies no it's it's funny i should have probably titled it something else because i'm getting that every time i ah, have an interview now with people oh, man now i'm just like everybody else it's Thanks. my it's my second dragonfly <laughs> song no it's only happened twice so um but it happened today the boston herald same question but uh it's uh, Maddie Metcalf is playing uh, accordion on that, and I'm playing acoustic guitars, and Mike Clem is playing uh, 
bass guitar on it. So I might Clem play a uh, acoustic bass guitar for the first time the other night at, yeah, at the Country he's, Christmas. He's a great he's a great bass player. Why don't we listen to Dragonfly off sure. of the CD to give people another listen of the CD, and then we'll be back with Ellis Paul on Folk and Beyond. This is Dragonfly off of The Day After Everything Changed. Fly into my bedroom. Was it you? Cause it's buzzing around my head like a hurricane. Was it you? Moonlight on my windowsill. Did it fly from the cornfield or up over the hill? Cause it's buzzing around my head Got me spinning here Was it you? I don't know why you I don't know why you I don't know why you Came to me I don't know why you I don't know why you I don't know Dragonfly from Ellis Paul, that off of his CD, The Day After Everything Changed. I'm Eric Steven. This is Folk and Beyond. You're listening to WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM on the radio dial, WTJU.net on the World Wide Web. Ellis, people are listening to you, you know, all over the world right now. Oh, you're on the web. But that happens all the time, I suppose. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> we talked a little bit about your growth through the Boston time period in the era of that this CD particularly has a very interesting story in, in the sense that in this day and age of musicians trying to find a way 
to truly make a living doing their music. And Evie, you might be very well-known and very established, which you are with 14-some albums and, and a very strong fan base, but there comes a time that these labels are, are folding all over. Yeah. And, and you did something pretty unique with this album. Well, I've been on a label for a long time. Uh, I've been on Rounder Records actually for for my entire career, except for the first few years of it. And and we've been through two contract cycles with them. And I finally said, you know, I don't I don't think I need you anymore because of the internet and uh, because my audience is solid enough that I can rely on them. I can, I get a good idea of what you know the kind of income I have every year. So we we did a uh, a fundraising project where my audience bought goods and services and that went from pre-sale CDs all the way up to house concerts and a lifetime pass on the $10,000 level and uh, guitars and things like that that they were purchasing uh, as a fundraiser. And we raised about $100,000, which is far more than I ever had working on a label. And uh, and it was, it was nice not to have to deal with sort of a middleman and... Uh, now I'm a record label, and I think, you know, unless something really, really great comes along, this is going to be how I do it from here on out. And we took our time with all the artwork, and uh, Jack Looney shot the shots locally, and a guy named Robert uh, Hakalski, uh did all the design work on it in Philadelphia. And uh, we spent a lot more money than a record label would spend on artwork and uh, didn't have a deadline. We just put the record out when it was ready. It took a year and a half to do, and... Um, and it shows it, you know, and I, I realize now that um, it has a better fingerprint of me as an artist than anything I've ever done because I was always trying to work within the limitations of what the record label wanted and what their expectations were. And and uh, now I'm happy to be free of that. And I feel like I'm starting over in a lot of ways. Well, it's a wonderful package. Is this going to be for recognition standpoints and nominations, perhaps? Because this packaging is truly amazing and it's the kind of thing that, you know, you might get a Grammy nomination for it in a certain category even. And would it be 2010 or 2009 that that oh, would be it, fit in? Or Yeah, I would go for next year. We're definitely going to try and put it into the Independent Music Awards, and um, we'll, we'll try and get it um, looked at for Grammy nominations if we can. But um, we're really proud of it, and uh, it's it's not out officially yet in stores but it we're doing an exclusive with amazon and the download of the album is available there right now you can go to it amazon.com or one of the featured artists in the folk sections and, and if they join you on myspace or facebook or they can oftentimes get special lanyaps and some uh free downloads that give you that you give out advanced music or yeah there's a free actually there's a free download on Amazon right now of uh, Anna Lee the first song on the album so uh, and it's going to be uh, it's there's there's going to be a, a featured song of the day on Amazon with Anna Lee going out to all the Amazon members in the country so that that should be great what is the name of your label then it's Black Wolf Records Black Wolf Records. We put the children's record on that, and uh, you know, hopefully, if it's if we have a good run here, we'll we'll pick up other artists too and create a co-op where people who are emerging and can can have a label to go to, and we'll see. Got a bunch of YouTube's up. You can uh, watch Ellis Paul off of his. Uh, I think it's on your main website. And and by the way, if you go to the wtgu.net site, there's a page up right now. 
uh, that's that has a bunch of live links in it and you can click on those links and you can actually see as well as off of his own website one of them will take you to his website but you can see him jump in the water uh, <laughs> fully clothed and uh, was that a guitar that you weren't madly in love with no actually that's my favorite electric guitar and it has a great look to it it's an epiphone artist it's the same kind of guitar that john lennon played when he did that rooftop concert at the end of let it be and uh it got wet it did get wet but it survived <laughs> <laughs> i jumped off a dock with it and uh that's not a green screen no no and unfortunately we had the idea to do it and uh, we wanted to make it real so we videotaped us doing it to prove that people we we hadn't photoshopped the darn thing how many takes did it take that's the first take the one and only take. only so, one take yeah and we got it right how do you dry a guitar like that out well, I, I didn't touch it for three months. I was afraid that I had ruined it, so I, I just sat it there, and then finally I, I plugged it in, and everything was fine. So it, it didn't get wet enough to be a problem. And as soon as I hit the water, I tried to hold it above my head, but it, it was submerged for a little bit, a little bit there. Electronic stuff is like that, though. Once it can get wet, but if, as long as you don't turn it on while it's wet. Right. And, and truly let it dry out. I've had cell phones go under in, in a canoe. Oh, capsized really? canoe and then kind of take it apart and dried it on top of a radiator on top of pencils very slowly uh -huh. and waited a week and a half and put it back together and ta-da! Yeah, there you go. I've, I've heard... so smart. I've heard putting cell phones in a bowl of rice because the rice will absorb the, moist, the moisture as well. So there's some tricks there to, to doing it. But. Well, I'm glad you have that. Are you going to play that Epiphone? Yeah, at the show. Uh, um, probably not at the show, but I'm gonna record. I record with it all the time whenever I need an. Electric. Wear the same shirt. Yes, <laughs> the shirt is fine. Maybe I'll wear the shirt at the show. <laughs> Maybe we'll reenact. We'll reenact it at the Southern. I'll jump off the stage like I'm diving in water. We'll see what happens. Ellis Paul will be at the Southern on January second for his first show at the Southern. Uh, the Southern has some great sound in there. Yeah, I, you know, it's uh, under under new ownership. It's the former Gravity Lounge, and uh, the sound guy, Andy, is one of the owners, and he's doing a great job. It does it does sound wonderful. He put there. some great sound stuff together, and it can... I, I've heard him all the way from loud disco DJ, or I guess it's not disco anymore, it's rave or something. Yeah, they try and throw a different, cooler but word. But huge, huge bass as well. Yeah. It just blew me away Thumping. how loud it was in there. And then I've heard some acoustic acts, and it just it sounds really good in there. Yeah. That'll be at the Southern. Do you have another thing you can sure. play for us live here? Another ditty? It's called Littlewood Guitar. It's a, it's a Christmas song. I want to get one of those in here. Yeah, that's the brand new stuff, I heard. Yeah, this is on... Uh, the song I wrote, it's on Sugarland's Christmas record. They're a country band. It's Christmas Day And the snow is coming down Church bells sway And the rain away the town Preacher Clyde recites his lines The pews will be full the day Mr. Howe cranks up the plow Street. And I watch him through 
Christmas from Ellis Paul right here on Christmas yeah, Eve. That's awesome. Are. Christmas Eve. That's just awesome. And you're also a movie star of sorts. Not a movie star. You haven't been in movies, I don't think. But your your music. Yeah. yeah, I've had music in a few films, and I'm really proud of how they were used in those films. It was a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully get a few more from, from this record. 
Yeah, you've been in um, you've been uh, in, in me, myself, and Irene and uh, Shallow Hal both used mm-hmm. some of your music. And I saw, I think I saw Peter Farrelly on a trailer the other day. I think he's acting too. Yeah, I saw both he and Bobby, his brother, were in something that that uh, it's weird. But but and I had never seen him in a a movie before. Maybe he has, and I just haven't seen him. But anyway, it was kind of funny. My my son and I just last night had had seen him in. Isn't that Peter Farrelly? (laughs) They're funny guys. It was kind of weird because they played this uh, trailer last night that was upside down and backwards ah which it wasn't that one but it was kind of right after that so and we were just getting there so all of a sudden <laughs> it was the new one with tina fey and so and uh, yeah. david corell or david corell i think his name is from office yeah and right. it was up literally upside down and backwards so however they packed the film it was truly amazing <laughs> but uh did recognize peter fairly and Maybe there'll be something in Three Stooges, huh? There, I think they're doing Three Stooges next. I hope so. I mean, he's I've sent Peter the the record, and he likes it a lot. So you you never know. I'm just thankful for what I what I've got and what I get. I can't really control. Yeah, that's really cool. Ellis Paul will be performing at the Southern. I just want to say that a couple more times. Do you know what time that show starts, and that's a, what day it is? You know, it's a Saturday. a Saturday. I know that, and I'm guessing it probably starts at eight, but. You might want to check the website, yeah. but uh, and that's because you have an opener as well. Yeah, and the wonderful Mariana Bell will be there opening up, and uh, she's going to have some friends with her who are local folks, and it should be great. Did you have another seasonal song that you had oh, hoped to play, or I, is did I you wanna... did? If I had the old capo, I'd probably uh, be okay with that, but uh, okay. no, I don't have. A, unless you want to hear Jingle Bells, just completely no, butchered. No, I could that do one. that. I, I could. I would like to hear you do. Paul, uh, an impression of Paul Schaefer doing an impression of Cher doing Oh Holy Night, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I need my assless chaps. (laughs) But if you have anything you want to play, we'd love to hear it live. Well, sure. Let me go. um, We'll go here with this song. This is a, I guess it's a song about Alaska. So maybe you think winter snow and you can Ah, get you back to Christmas. But uh, this is called Alice's Champagne Palace. Take a rickety plane from Seattle up and take a rest. Step on the platform, staring at the midnight sun. Jump in my pickup, run out of ride. We'll bring your troubles down Highway 9. I gotta pull out couch and a job lined up and the cannery. Yeah, hitch a ride to Homer, Alaska, and brother, the drinks will be on me. We'll raise a glass, lift a chalice. Welcome to Alice, the Champagne Palace, the finest bar on the strip in Homer, Alaska. Alaska, hope you're from New York, Dallas. You'll find a home at the Champagne Palace. Alice will pour you cold when you go ahead ask her if you're running away to Alaska the mountains rise from ocean to sky in Homer Alaska 
And they'll steal your breath and your troubles in the blink of an eye You'll hear a band with a steel guitar There's a window seat right at the bar And the whales are preaching, Alice, she's preaching like a rolling stone Push a mason jar across the bar and say, Mr. Welcome home, raise a glass, lift the chalice. Welcome to Alice of Champagne Palace, the finest bar on the strip in Homer, Alaska. Alaska, you're from New York, Dallas. Well, you'll find a home at the Champagne Palace. Alice will pour you. Prettier place than Homer, Alaska. You'll never meet a kinder face than the one behind the bar. Now Homer's a town full of misfit toys, renegade women and runaway boys. Everybody's got some story here in Homer Town. Yes, sometimes you gotta go. Stop. Turn yourself around, raise a glass, lift the chalice. Welcome to Alice of Champagne Palace, the finest bar on the strip in Homer, Alaska. Alaska, you're from New York, Dallas. Oh, you'll find a home at the Champagne Palace. Alice will pour you cold when you go ahead, ask her. Brother, you just might stay If you're running away to Alaska Alaska Oh, Alaska Alaska Alice's Champagne Palace I think Yes, yeah, it's the Millers of Homer, Alaska when were you in Alaska? Or do you go there often? I do. I go, I've been there three times now. It's gorgeous. I go up every other year, it seems. You go in the summer or the winter? Summertime. <laughs> Winters are tough there, really tough. It's light a lot in the summertime. All night. Yeah, it's just like a, <laughs> a little bit of dusk between 1 and 2 in the morning, and then it comes back. It's That might be strange. your most requested song. Here? At well, the station? No, or? I think in general. When oh, concert. It's certainly, no. yeah, you know. It, it's it's not requested because I they know I, I'm going to play it anyway. Uh. So it's like requesting a Freebird at you know. <laughs> the only place Freebird doesn't get requested is at one of their shows, you know. And uh, so yeah, Alice at Champagne Palace is uh, uh, I guess because it's a drinking song. It's it's the party song of my set, and so people appreciate hearing it. Ellis Paul live in the WTG Air Studio. It's been such a pleasure to thank have you here today. Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners, and thank you for doing this wonderful show. Taking the time to come on Christmas Eve, and I'm sure you're going to spend some time with your family. And Yeah. And uh, it's great, great that you uh, could give it to the world's family as well here today. Thank you. Let's pick a tune to go out with here off of your CD. I'm going to do Anna Lee there. The yeah, first let's do Anna Lee. It's easy. 
Annalie's an awesome tune. And uh, Rose Tattoo is the second tune. I love that tune. Hurricane Angel I played when it first came out because it was right around or when I first got a hold of this CD, this advanced music, the Katrina time. There's an incredible tune on here called Cotton's Burning that uh, deals with uh, Civil War time. You know, before I get it, before I say goodbye, sure. One of the things I also wanted to ask you: the day after everything changed, there seems to be a certain flow to this. That it starts out with these things that have happened to people that they have to dig deep to find out why the life or their life or life in general it, it still needs their needs hope or trying to find this hope. But by the end of the CD, it seems like. There's there's all these songs that have all this hope in it, and and it, it seems like it takes a transition. Is that just me that heard that, or is that something that, you, that that's happening? Oh, well, you know, now that uh, now that you mentioned it, you're the first person that's ever brought it up. But it, it's the all the songs are about people that that are at some sort of crossroads, and uh, and maybe it's a difficult time, or maybe it's actually a sweet time for them. But all of them are crossing that lane where things are going to be different from that point on, and. Uh, so how it was arranged is just by chance, I guess. But you're right in that they're, they're all about that kind of topic. And the day after everything changes, particularly particularly that feeling. Yeah, and that's why we chose it for the title of the whole, whole CD. You can get one of those CDs, advanced type of release. Is it scheduled for a national release at this point? Or is uh, it yeah, Jan- January 12th. You can get the, the body of the, the, the physical CD at my website right now. And if you want it immediately, you can download it on Amazon within seconds. And uh, it's it's very cheap on Amazon, like eight eight ninety nine right now because it's on sale. And, but uh, again, you can go to the website if you want the actual physical CD. Ellis Paul will be performing, and the CD will be available at the Southern on January 2nd. Thanks so much, Ellis. Thanks, sir. I'm skipping stones at the edge of the dark A fog came rolling in quiet like a hawk The river so smooth it could shatter with a rock Felt like I was walking on water Then the doctor's daughter came and dove right in Lord Almighty, she's nothing but skin I could turn my head, but she may never come again She's filling the sky with her laughter
Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.